Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Gaming Lab 13. And Karen is going to share with us a couple of games, maybe even more than two, uh, but for sure, accessible Othello and accessible Mind Mind Sweeper, right? Right. All right. Um, so let's let's just get on with it, and we welcome people from ACB Radio and anybody that joins us on Zoom. So go for it, Karen. All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, hopefully, you have your phone or your iPad with you so that you can kind of follow along with me on different things. Um, because there are some certain things you need to do with your iPhone before you play these couple games. So basically, um, as an outline, I want to show you Othello, which is my favorite game from childhood. I don't know if you guys ever had the game Othello. It's a really, really fun one. Strategy one. Um, yeah, we used to play it all night long at slumber parties. You know, that kind of thing. Um, well, they don't call them that anymore, do they? Now they're sleepovers. Anyway. Um, so it's a board game. And so that's what I want to focus on a little bit today are board games. And so the first thing I show you is Othello. The next is called Mine Sweeper, like M-I-N-E Sweeper. And you're actually in a minefield and you're not supposed to get blown up. Um, I have been blown up numerous times this week, but luckily it's a solitaire game. So nobody gets blown up with you. And I'm glad you um, have survived it, though. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. good. Yeah. I must have a lot of lives. <laughs> um, and then, but there's no blood and guts. Okay, I don't get into that. Um, I also want to show you, if we have time after that, I want to introduce you to a couple of games that you can play with little kids. Because we all know that the kids are out of school, and you guys have some family time. And it's really good to have games you can play with the, with the little ones. So I wanted to show you a couple of blindfold games, or at least one, um, that allow you to play some fun games with kids. Okie dokie. Um, for the Othello game and the Minesweeper game, best idea is to follow the links that were in the email, if you have it, because there's a lot of different versions of both of these games, and you want to make sure you get the one that is accessible or you could get extremely frustrated. So, um, but these are accessible. These are not blindfold games. They're made by a whole different company. Um, and it looks like they haven't made very many. So I really like these that they've made and I want to support them. Although I hope they still exist. Anyway, um, the other thing about these games is I, I have to do some introduction before I actually show you how to play. Um, but one thing I like about these games is that they teach you how to work within a grid. And we're like, oh, my gosh, do you remember using graphs when you were in, like, high school? And you used to be like, what in the world is this? And I don't know, those of us who are blind, they used to try to make them raise line graphs with all the squares and the lines. And we got like, what in the world is this? Anyway, um, but those were useful to us because they kind of helped us. They le helped us learn, uh, like, directional things as well as spatial concepts in a way. And so that's what these are. These are grids. And don't be afraid of that. It's actually fun. Um, but it does reinforce uh, spatial concepts, knowing where things are. Like I remember we talked about Cindy in a previous um, lab 
Some people like to find where things are on the screen. Where is that? Top corner, bottom corner, where is it? In the middle. Yep. And other people want to just go swipe, 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 swipe until they find yep. what they're looking for. So this teaches you how to kind of visualize, not kind of, visualize what's on the screen because you need to know where things are. And that's a useful skill uh, for kids and even for us adults who like to still be kids. Um, it's also good for mobility. You know, like when you're in mobility class, they say, okay, what's behind you? What's on your right? Where do you hear the cars coming? You know, and you have to know those directional things. So this is a good game to teach you that. Or even when I was in a blind sailing thing and they said, where's the sun on your face? I'm like, I don't know. It's just on my face. Uh-huh. <laughs> they wanted to know the direction. Okay. So um, it's also the concept of boundaries. How far do you go before you hit a wall? That's important to know too, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to know it before you hit it, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you learn how big your playing field is. Um, on the Othello game, it says you can play with the with others using the game center. Honestly, I have never used the game center, and I don't know anything about its security and privacy. So I would suggest just playing against the computer on this one. What's that called when you play against the computer? What's the term? I don't know. Solo? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, playing against... Like a bot? Game. Playing against bot, a there bot. There you go. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. So, um, but I also want to let you know that the bot doesn't always win because I beat it the other day. So that's hope. <laughs> okay. So a couple things you need to do before you play the game. And this is true of a couple games we were doing last week too. And that's the, um, make sure that you have the vertical navigation in your rotor. That vertical, vert. Yeah, that's what it's called, vertical navigation. Um, that needs to be in your rotor uh, for voiceover. And some people are like, oh, no, not the rotor. But really, the rotor is so important. Um, so should I go over how to put that into the rotor or save that for later? Why don't you save it for later and let's just jump into one of the games and just okay. go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, do not turn. Do not turn your rotor to the vertical navigation, though, until you are in the app. Things don't function well otherwise. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and show you a fellow a little bit. Yay. And here's my phone. Yes, I have it on a, a male setting rather than a female. for home. Because I think the female sounds kind of snobbish or something. You describe. And he sounds kind of like Minesweeper. He's more friendly. Okay. Hey, it says I joined the meeting. <laughs> Must be another Karen. It's Carrie. Oh, it's Carrie. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm opening Othello. Othello, play button. And it takes you right to the play button. How cool is that? Um, one cool thing about this game is that it has a tutorial, and it walks you process by process of how to play the game, including places where you actually do it. It says, okay, put your piece in this square and look what happens. So it's a totally like interactive tutorial to teach you how to play. Totally accessible. Um, the basics of playing is that you're in an eight by eight grid. Okay. And 
it starts with two black and two white tiles and they form a square in the center of the board. And it goes, for example, left top corner might, well, let me show you. Tutorial. That would be easier, wouldn't it? Um, Play button. A difficulty level. I have to choose a difficulty level. And we're going to choose. Select difficulty level. Easy button. How about let's choose easy. Alert. Color for player. It wants to know what color. I want to be black or white. I tend to favor the white. I win more with it for some reason. Select your color. Settings button. White button. Black button. Cancel button. Those are your your choices. So I'm going to say white. Black but white button. And I'm just swiping left and right for this. So I'm t double tapping on white. It's setting up the board. Thinking, thinking, thinking. A1. And it says empty A1. A1, I'm in the top left corner of my grid. Your turn. Oh, and by the way, that sound gets yeah. annoying. <laughs> oh, I liked it. But maybe no, I wouldn't like it if I heard it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it is not like Dice World, where you come back and play when you feel like it. It bugs you to take your turn when it's your turn. <laughs> so you'll hear that once in a while going, hello, it's your turn. <laughs> so it's a one sitting game. That's why I usually play it late at night. Um, because the bot is always away. So the rows are numbered and the columns are lettered. So we've got A1 in the top left corner. So that's the way you think about it. Empty, empty, C3. Okay, go down to here. Empty, B3, empty, A3. So it's actually showing you. Empty what cells are empty and what are not. And you know it's not working right? Because I didn't go to the vertical navigation. Vertical navigation. Now it should work. Empty, B3, empty, A3. What do you know? Empty, A2, empty, A1. There. So only when I turn on the vertical navigation could I actually use my finger to feel where Your different turn. things are. <laughs> and it's my turn. <laughs> okay. So in the middle of the board, there are four... Uh, Tiles already placed to start the game. Empty E6. If I can find them. White E5. Okay. Black D5. White E4. Okay, so D4 has a white. Black E4. E4 right beside it has a black. And then. White. Empty. White. Black D5. The black is on D5. White E5. And the white is on E5. So they're making a square. Black D5. And then, so the top left is white, the bottom right is white. Top left, or bottom left is black, top right is black. That's how you always start. Two of his and two of mine. Wait, why does it have to be he? Two of my cat rubies and two, <laughs> <laughs> and two of mine. Because a bot sounds like it's a guy, right? Bot. It does. I mean, so let's call it a bata. Yeah, bata. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she arrived just in time. There's the cat. Um, okay, so the what you try to do in this game, I know it's my turn, is to get the most of your color on the board. And if it's an 8 by 8 grid, how many do we have? 64. <laughs> so it's whoever has the most of their color on the board at the end of the game that wins. Each time you take a turn, Ruby. 
<laughs> each time you take a turn, you are laying down a tile. And you have to put it next to another tile. And the other tile you put it next to has to be your opponent's color black. Or for me today, it has to be your opponent's color. So what you're trying to do, the word in the instructions um, that I have on my old Othello game says flank. Basically, you have to surround their color with yours, and then you can flip theirs to yours. So if you put one down, which I'll show you in just a second, um, and there's, for example, I'm going to put down a white one. There was a black one and then a white one. I can turn that black one and make it white. So once I surround their color with my color by placing a piece down, I can turn that their color to mine. When and you say how surround, how many, like, is it just on either side of it or is it? At least, but you can go in all different directions. Okay. Um, you have to at least flip one, put it beside one where you can flip one. Um, but uh, sometimes I call it a three-way. You'll get a flip to the left, you'll get to flip above, you'll get to flip diagonally. Um, so you might have some that you flip in all different directions, depending on where you play and how you play it. Mm, okay. So the favorite strategy for me is find the corners because you can't flip hardly anyone once they're in, you can't flip you once you're in the corner because you can't surround you. So. And empty, black, E4, white, E4. All right. So I'm going to just show you. Empty, E6. All right. White, E5, black, E4. Okay, so black is on E4. White, D4. White is D4. Okay, so I'm going to go, okay, here's my white on D4. Black, E4. Black is on E4. I'm going to go to the next space to my right. Your turn. Yes, I know. Black, e empty, F4. And F4 is to the right of those two, okay? So you got the white and then a black, and then I'm in the next space to the right. I'm going to double tap so he'll quit telling me it's my turn. White, F4. Black, D3. Okay, so it says that I flipped one, and that's what it said, white, uh, F4, I think is what mm -hmm, it said. Mm -hmm. And then you heard that little boom, and then the bada took her turn. And so it, and it told me what she, what she played. That's how quick it is to take a turn. So if I go back to where I was. Empty, empty. empty. D7. Well, get back M up there. Black, black, D4, empty, C4, black, empty, C8. Hold on. Empty, C4. <laughs> empty, em empty, C5, black, D5, white, E5, empty, F5. Okay, I see what he did. White, okay. E5, white, E4, black, D4, empty, black, white, white, F empty, G4. He changed one to black. White, black, D4, black. D5, empty, D6, black, black, black. You hear how it has three black in a row there, up and down, is what I was doing? Flick up and flick down. There's three black there. He took one of my whites and surrounded it with two of his blacks and flipped it. So we have black, black, black all in a row from uh, going up and down. So he flipped one of mine back. I flipped one of his, so <laughs> it kind of goes back and forth like that. Um, at the bottom, though, your turn. It tells me it's my turn. 
which is definitely not shy about telling me. Black three. It says black has three on the board. Options. And it has an options button. And then I'm clicking left. White, three turn. And it says I have three on the board and then it's my turn. So it says three and then turn. Like I said, it's very strongly letting me know it's my turn. Um, so it keeps track there. And you can look down and see how many you have on the board versus how many uh, she has on the board. Um, and the only strange part is you can actually tie, which I did the other day, because there's 64 spots. So if you get 32 and 32, you tie. So I actually did that with this this thing. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of how the Othello works. And it's just kind of moving around in the cells. You can, you can flick. You can tap on the cell when you want to put something in it. It'll... Your turn. It'll definitely let you know if you did something illegal. Let me see what it does. I don't remember. Uh, empty D8. Options button. E empty D7. So I'll do this one, which is way down from where we were. Empty D7. Yeah. So it gives you that noise. In other words, uh, not legal. Okay. So this is the champion setting of the game. It's called championship, which is what we normally play because that's how the board game is typically played. There is an easy version. Um, I forget the name of it. I think it's called Basic. For that one, you can put tiles down just about anywhere. Um, but I don't really get that because that doesn't help you really necessarily gain a lot by flipping other tiles. So anyway, my recommendation is to stick with the championship um, setting because it makes more sense to flip put them down where you're going to flip some uh, back and forth. And like I said, you know, this is a little tricky game and it's some strategy and things like that, but it is fun to do. And um, it does help you with kind of that spatial concept. Perfect. So do you want to see if anybody has questions around Othello first sure. before we go to the next one? Sure. So if you have any questions, you could raise your hand. And it's star nine if you're on the phone. It's in the lower right-hand corner, the more button, and then raise hand feature if you're on the app. It's alt Y if you're on a PC. And it's option, option Y if option you're on the PC. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that funny? I just... Drew a blank. Okay. So we have somebody with a raised hand. So, hey, Wendy. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Karen. Hi, Wendy. Um, so I've been playing along with you as you've been describing it. I've never played this before. But what it, I saw at the bottom, it said white, black, and then options. What is the options? Um. I don't remember. Shall we look? Sure. Your turn. Options. Button. Options. It makes that little thing when you go, <laughs> when you go into it. Back to game. Coordinates. Yes. Button. Oh, it says coordinates. Yes. Well, what would you do without coordinates? So maybe it's it's giving you like it's kind of like your settings. Sounds like. Yeah. Music. No button. Uh-huh. That's what it is. I turn the music off. I usually do. I usually play my own southern gospel in the background. <laughs> um, sounds, yes. Uh, sounds, yes. That's the little sounds it makes Ding. when you write and wrong things. And, hey, I wonder if it would stop saying I bet you it would. 
Oh, that wouldn't be any fun. So I noticed also when I put a white one down and it flipped theirs, but it looked like it flipped two of mine at the same time. I mean, it goes really fast. Their turn take goes really quickly. It right? does. Yes. Okay. Okay. He takes his turn right after you do pretty quickly. And okay. that's why they want you to be quick. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But you don't have to be. It keeps reminding you. I mean. How long does it take you normally to play a game? Oh, last night it probably took me, I don't know. I was playing around and distracted. So probably about 45 minutes. Okay. So it's it's a game that you sit down and play, you know, like a board game. Right. right. So it's not enough to just surround one of theirs because you also have to look at what, what effect that'll have on exactly. your Exactly. Because if they have okay. some on the other side, they could get yours right back. By surrounding Got it. Just did. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so it's a it's a really good strategy game. And my that. goal is to get the edges and the corners. That's when you can usually surround much easier um, once you're at the edges. All right. Have fun, thank you, Wendy. All right, and. And is there uh, anybody else with any questions? And if not, let's go to Minesweeper. Okay. Everybody ready to get blown up? All right. <laughs> little violence, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. It's not that. No? Bad. Oh, good. It's a great sound, actually. Um, okay. Minesweeper is very different from this. Um, let me go ahead and close this one. Lift for app switcher. App switcher. Othello. Active. You describe. Okay. I don't know if any of you are like me, but I sure miss the home button now that I have my t- <laughs> Oh, I wish I had a home button. Okay. Minesweeper. So it takes you into where you choose um, Accessible Minesweeper. Heading. your option of what level you want. Basic button. Easy button. So the basic, th- this has a pretty significant uh, uh, tutorial thing on it. The manual. See, they call it a manual because it's pretty pretty deep. I can't take you through that right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to show you the basics of this one. Um, settings button. And then there's the settings where it goes into whether you want sounds and music and stuff like the same kind of settings. This is made by the same people. Hard button, medium button, easy button. I'm going to go ahead and do easy, which is actually trying to find 10 mines before you get blown up. Anyone unknown. So it took me into my grid. Again, I have an 8 by 8 I chose the one that has the same amount in the grid as Othello. You can choose larger grids or, or the uh, basic has a really tiny grid with only three mines in it. Okay, so we have 10, well, we have basically 64 cells here. Yeah, that's right. I want to make sure I was on the right one. Um, every cell at this point says unknown. We don't know if it's a mine or not. And so we're in a minefield, and we have all these places we could step, and we do not wish to step upon a mine, or you'll hear us blow up. Now, the trick is, you have to find those mines by listening to what you hear and what clues you get. And let's see, am I on vertical vertical nav? Headings. Vertical navigation. I am. Okay. Um, so... I'm going to just show you how to do how to proceed because it's really bizarre. Um, 
C4 unknown. I'm gonna go ahead and B2 unknown. B1 unknown. A1 unknown. I'm gonna do the top left corner. A1 unknown. A1 empty. Ooh, it's empty. I didn't get a I didn't get blown up. Okay, so now it's gonna give me some hints. So I'm gonna go to uh to the right. B1 empty. B1, I know that's empty, so it totally revealed that one to me. C1 empty. C1 empty. D11 mine. Now it says D11 mine. What that means is it's adjacent to a mine. So it could be to its right, to its, well, no, it's not to its left because that's empty. It could be below. D22 mines. Oh, but then it reveals if I go below that this one is adjacent to two mines. So there's either a mine left, right, uh, or below. And you have to use the clues that it gives you about which ones are adjacent to mines in order to flag those mines and not get blown up. So since I know this has two mines near it, D1, one mine. and that has one mine, I'm going to go to the right. E1 unknown. E1 is unknown. It could possibly have a mine there because it said it was beside D1, one mine. this one that said one mine. E1 unknown. E2 unknown. D2, two mines. And that one says there's two mines near it. So see, you have to use your clues. C2, one mine. C also says one mine. Okay, so then you would probably go around it and see, okay, what other, are there unknowns around it? B2 empty. A2 empty. And then sometimes it'll reveal what's empty. So, you, of course, B2 you know empty. there's a not, not a mine there. There's probably mud. No, I'm kidding. Um, C3, one mine. And then this one says one mine. So that's what you're doing is you're listening to how many mines are adjacent to that cell. It's pretty, it took a little while. Like I said, I got blown up quite a lot. C2, one mine. And how do you win? You win by uh, flagging all of your 10 mines without going into one. So from my cues that I came up with here, I'm going to say that this unknown square is probably a mine. So what I have to do is flag it. So I'm going to turn the flag on, which is in the bottom left. Flag, flag, button, selected, flag. So I turn the flag on, which is just a button in the bottom left corner. And then I go back to my cell, which is the park park. So I have to remember where the heck it was. E2, two mines. E2, unknown. Okay, I'm going to do this one. So I have my flag turned on. It says selected, which means I'm not, when I double tap on it, I'm not going to go into that cell and look for a mine. I'm going to flag it as dangerous. E2 unknown. E2 flagged. So now it's flagged. Okay. That's because that's where I think a mine is. Now I'm going to turn my flag off with the bottom left uh, button. So selected. Flag. Button. Flag. And I double tapped it to take it off select so it's not selected. Now I can go explore... Um, and try to open a cell, or I can try to flag a cell. So that's basically what you're doing. You're either opening a cell and either dying or <laughs> surviving, or you're flagging it as, I think this might be a mine, so I'm not going to go in there. And once you've laid down your 10 flags on the 10 mines that are in this screen, in this grid, you went and you get clapped. I got claps last night. I was so happy. <laughs> so you either get an explosion or you get a clap. Applause. That's how this works. <laughs> okay. Um, we do have one question. 
Oh, by the way, it also keeps track of how long it takes you to stay alive. Let me close this. Oh, okay. I couldn't put... Okay. And there's one that says coordinates, and you have to uh, select it. Would you like to exit the game? Okay, so how do you flag a cell? You know, you double tap to reveal, and how do you flag? Um, in the bottom left corner, there's a button that says flag. Okay, gotcha. And double tap that, and it'll say it's selected. So any cell that you touch next, double tap next, will be flagged, not opened. Okay, thanks. And then you turn the flag off, go unselect that button in order to actually double tap and open a cell. Gotcha. So you flag it if you think it might be dangerous. I gotcha. All right, thanks. All right, I want to know the first time you get blown up. (laughs) (laughs) I already got blown up twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. All right, thank you, Wes. Thank you. And then it allows you to restart if you're really afraid. I think it did it restart the game over again. All right, we don't have any other questions, Karen. So. It did, so you can actually do yeah. oh, I give up, and then you can start over. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could do that on other games. Oh, I thought you could say on life or something. <laughs> <laughs> Resets. On the day, you know. <laughs> well, you kind of can, you know, just anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a little too deep for a gaming sorry, lab. Sorry, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a little bit about how that works. And I think games like these are fun. Um, just because I love board games and I kind of miss them. People don't play them much anymore. And uh, I have three drawers full of games and always looking for someone to play. Um, so when I can't sleep, these are good ones. <laughs> Although blowing up can kind of wake you up a little. <laughs> oh, I was hoping to show you an explosion. F1 unknown. F1 unknown. There you go. There it is. Wow. <laughs> See, that can wake you up when you got your earbuds yeah. in. <laughs> you know, I wonder if there's an accessible battleship out there. I love battleships. There is. There uh-huh. is. I, I used to play it. I'll have to find it for you. Um, it was great. RS Games had one, too. I I loved playing Battleship when games weren't very, you know, there wasn't a yes, lot of choice on accessible games. Yeah. That was one I could play. So I played yeah. it a lot. Sure. All right. Do you want to go to one of your kid games? Game over. It says a mine has exploded like we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what it does, which is like taunting to, in my opinion, is it says, here, look where the mines were. And I'm like, I don't want to know where they were. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The mine has exploded. Close button. 
Oh my, you have lost. You have lost. Okay. Oh mine has exploded. Close button. A one unknown. So then it goes back to the grid. Look where the mines were. Look where the mines were. No, thank you. Flag button. One twenty-six. Close button. Alert. Exit game. Would you like to exit the game? Exit button. Accessible Minesweeper heading. Okay, but that doesn't exit the app. It exits the game. Just so you know. You're, settings. Button. You're still in it. Hard button. I'm not even doing hard. Hard is like this huge grid with like 40 mines in it. That's like a Monopoly game. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and exit this game. Zero, four. Club close button. So I'll exit this and then I want to show you something about blindfold games. Ma manual button. Manual button. Oh, get out of here. Accessible I guess Accessible yeah okay you just have to close the app there's no exit button out of the app actually app switcher minesweeper active you describe okay and it's saying you describe just because that's on the top left corner of the page I'm on my apps are a mess um I'm on page 10 so I wanted to show you something oh one thing you need to make sure you do when you get out of these kind of games is take your rotor off of the vertical navigation. Headings, vertical navigation, actions. Take it, words. put on words, characters, anything else besides vertical navigation, or you're going to think your <laughs> phone's possessed. <laughs> okay. So some people have been showing you guys over the last few weeks the blindfold games, which they're amazing. They're pretty incredible. Um He's pretty incredible with all the stuff he's doing for education now. Man, oh man, it's amazing. I, keep, I follow him with his objective ed stuff that he's doing with kids and VI teachers and all that. It's incredible. Um, anyway, so but there's a there's a game launcher that I didn't know if you guys knew about because um, the blindfold games can be scattered all over your phone. <laughs> If you're anything like me, I'm organized at work, but not, not on my phone and not at home very much. So um, this helps organize you a little bit more. So I'm going to go, first of all, I'm, gonna, I'm on page 10, and I want to make sure you guys know this. You know how you have to, or you used to have to, do the three-finger swipe to the left and the right to move from page to page? Um, for me, that gets old. And so I want to make sure you guys knew that if you went to this page 10 of 10, page 10 of 10 you can just click, click up or yeah. down. Yep, it's saving grace. I love much, it. Much quicker, much quicker. Yes, yes. But I know a lot of people stuck with the old way, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 try this. Just try this. Page 3 of 10, page 4 of 10, blind bargains. Well, that's a good one. You guys know about blind bargains? Awesome, awesome people. Absolutely. I get the emails, though. Blindfold bowling. Blindfold color crush. Color crush is awesome. We didn't explore that one, but it's fun. It's a matching game. You can match fruit, colors, numbers. Blindfold crazy eights. Blindfold dominoes. Blindfold games launcher menu. There it is. Blindfold games launcher menu. When you go in here... Blindfold games launcher menu. Blindfold games... You can launch any of the blindfold games from here. So you choose how you want it to show them to you. Help. 
button settings button selected by to z button three let's select yeah, the three options this i have selected right now a to z which means all of the blindfold games that he has done are in this list from a to z there's a lot um if you don't want that option by usage button by usage three. which one do you which one are you addicted to at the moment we'll <laughs> put those at the top <laughs> And then the third option. That'd probably be me because I don't play them very often. And when I do, then I get stuck on them. And then, you know what I mean? I do that too. I go through phases with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then downloaded. Because it's going to show you all of them, whether you have them on your iPhone or not, or iPad or not. Or you can choose just to have it show you the ones you've downloaded. So this is nice because you can actually go in and find them in alphabetical order or, you know, you really want to open um, or you can't remember if one of them's on your phone or not, because it'll, of course, go get it for you if you want it to. Um, so that's pretty handy. By the way, they don't all say blindfold in front of them when you go through, so <laughs> they're not all under B. <laughs> hey, I wonder what that blindfold video does. I've never tried that one. Okay. They have a lot of kids' uh, games. I don't know if you've seen the, one of the newer ones is Blindfold Doggy, where you're supposed to take care of this little dog, um, um, which I have not done because, yeah, I had too many guide dogs. <laughs> um, they're just kidding. I had wonderful dogs. Um, but I want to show you one. I'm going to go ahead and close that because I know that this is on page 10. <laughs> Page four of ten, adjustable. Page, 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 page eight of page nine of ten, page ten of ten. Minesweeper, Mathillo, blindfold wildcard with the Minesweeper, blindfold sound search. Blindfold sound search. That's a really fun one. Blindfold sound search. Our other games, adding. And of course, it has the list here. He updates us on the game, so we're going to skip that with a right flick. Skip button. Double tap. Blindfold sound search menu. Resume game. Okay, I had already started a game, so we're going to resume it. To go back to the main menu, swipe up with three fingers. Resuming name that sound. All right. So we have sound. We have animals. The name of the animal and the sound. Let's see if we can match them. Sound is chicken. Okay, that's not it. Oh, I got to get my vertical navigation going. Oh, I can't within the game. Let's see if I can do it without. Oh, my. That's scary. That chicken was flying. <laughs> All right. So that's the chicken. So we're going to double tap on it. You got it. Go again. There are three sounds left. Sound is duck. Oh, we're looking for the duck. So let's see what our three sounds are. Sound is Celian. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll choose that one. Good try, but no. Ah. Never give up. Sound is Celian. Uh, Celian, by the way, is a sea lion. Oh, gotcha. Sound is donkey. Oh, I see. Sound is Celian. Okay, so these are in rows. So you go up, flick up and down for this, for it to tell you the animal name. Sound is dog. 
Sound is sea lion. Sound is donkey. So sound is ducks, sea lion, donkeys is going from top to bottom. And then if you go on the right side. Sound is donkey. Well, no, sound not the right. There we go. All right. Sounds like a duck. That's the sea lion. Oh, no, that's the sea lion. <laughs> the other was the donkey. Okay, so you got three on each side, and you have to match them. Sound is donkey. So I'm going to go. Maybe I'll get this one right. Yay. Good for you. Another <laughs> one, please. There are two sounds left. Sound is Celian. Celian. Sound is Celian. I think that would be it. Oh, that makes you think of SeaWorld. Nice. Take another shot. Only one item and one sound left. <laughs> Well, here's a tough one. <laughs> you should be able to get this one, Karen. <laughs> you think so? I'm just talking. Oh, that reminds me of feeding ducks with the breadcrumbs. Yep, I remember as uh, when my daughter was, my oldest daughter was little, being at the park with my grandpa and. Nine points. My daughter was feeding the ducks, and they were all around us at our feet. It was so amazing. I couldn't believe it. The average dolphin eats one-third of its weight on food each day. Oh, my. To the next level. Swipe up with one finger. Yeah, she said a lot of stuff there. Sorry. Sorry she interrupted you. That's okay. It's her fault. Um, yeah, after every level, it tells you a fun fact about the animal. Okay. So it's pretty fun. Um, so it has this, it also has a timed mode where you have to be faster than Karen and <laughs> get them done quickly. Um, so that's fun too. And then there's a name that sound game where it's going to have the, the sounds and then you have to name which one it is. By Very good. Choices. So that's kind of fun, you know, to have to do with kids because any blind parent or whatever, visually impaired parent, could do this with their kids and the kids' friends and whoever. You could pass the phone around, all kinds of stuff like sure. that. Sure. Um, so that's one example of some of the fun. There's also a blind barnyard, which is really a kick. Um, you got to make sure that everybody stays in, stays in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Any questions? 11, 46, 8, 11, 40, location. It doesn't look like it. Starting level three. This level has seven sounds. Ooh. Sound is donkey. I already heard a donkey. Sound is cricket. 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 Let's go to the sounds without reading what the names are. Okay, we got our duck back. That's a duck. That sounds like a horse. Chicken. Somebody got that chicken excited. Sound is cricket. Where's the cricket? Donkey. Sea lion. Is that a monkey or what? That's not the cricket. <laughs> no, that was not a cricket. Oh, there it is. There's the cricket. Perfect. Give it a whirl. There are six sounds left. Sound is dog. Well, I know where the duck is. I want to know what that other thing was. A monkey, chimpanzee? Sound is hyena. Oh, there it is, hyena. a hyena. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> <laughs> Sound is hyena. 
Is that real? All right. I don't know. But it sounds <laughs> like it was happy, I guess. Terrific. Give it a whirl. <laughs> there are five sounds left. <laughs> Sound is chicken. So you can buy more sounds. It just comes with certain ones, these animal ones. It says there's like a dog barking and a dog whining, and it lets you know that those two will not be in the same game. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. So, yeah. All fun, right. Fun things to do with parents and That's, kids together. That is so cool. And thank you so much, Karen, for bringing these games. I am going to give the I, I am going to try the Minesweeper. I will say the Othello game. I don't know if that's for me, but the Minesweeper, <laughs> it sounds like uh, I could really try not to be blown up. So Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. And maybe when you play it, you can tell us, because I can't quite figure out so far, if when it says there's three mines around this one cell, is it top? Is it uh, vertical and horizontal only, or is it diagonal too? That's what I've been trying to figure out. I would bet it's top, bottom, left, right. I would bet it's not. That's what uh, I thought too, and I got blown up thinking that. So see what you think. There you go. Anyway, (laughs) uh, you do have one raised hand, so let's see what Wes, what what would you like? Uh, It's not really a question. Maybe a little bit of a phrase here. You know, I just love few, you know, mess, mess with my sweeper. Another point I really like about Minesweeper is that it's really nice and high parcel accessible, well, it's total accessible. Really? Because it can turn voiceover off, and like when you touch on the cell and it shows you amount of mines, it shows you in dots, which is a lot easier to see than a number. Oh, Oh, very good. So it's like you have to turn voiceover off and just play it, you know, visually, which I think is really, really nice. Oh, my gosh, it's so good to know. Thank you, Wes. Because, no, I used to play Minesweeper on Windows, but it's like it uses the number, you know. So it's like yeah. and the flags are a nice, good colors I used to see. So I think it's really nice. It's a high parcel accessible game as well as, you know, total accessible. Just not a little side thing. Like that's the- great. Oh, no, that's so good to know. Thank you. And we have one more. Thanks, Barry. Hi, I got to say, I appreciate you mentioning, you know, the kid games because my granddaughters are over quite a bit. They're seven. Yeah. And, you know, I play some of these like, um, like seven words or something like that. Yes. And they actually are very smart because, you know, they just are. But it amazes me how fast kids learn how to do the finger gestures that we have. Sure. To oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Like they're. They do. They pick up on stuff, don't like they? Like they're born with the phone in their hand. <laughs> I know. I think I think that when the twins were like two and a half, they were trying to double tap my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm playing a game that I have to take my I, – somehow I have to double tap it really hard in one of the games I'm playing. And I take really? my middle finger and I have to put it on the back of my index finger to give it a little extra oh. – <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's good. There's also blindfold games that teach you how to use the gestures better. So So, they actually use it as part of the game. They teach you how to use the gestures more and better. Hopefully the rotor, because everybody needs to use the rotor. All right. Well, thank you very much, Karen. I hope people have enjoyed. This was Gaming Lab 13. And we will be going through Gaming Lab 16. Um, so next week we will have 
two more labs. Today we're only doing two labs, and next Saturday we'll do two more, and then we'll take a break for a while. Thank you, Karen. You, again, were great, and I appreciate your offering uh, to share games with everyone on our gaming labs. Thank you, Cindy and ACB Radio, for for you guys' hard work on this. This is really making a difference in people's lives. So, all right. Take care. Thanks, everybody.